Can you walk us through this idea of the loop, the execution loop? I don't think it is specifically just suited to bootstrapped founders or businesses. I think it's very generally applicable. It's is interesting combination of rigor, quantitative rigor, and acknowledging that you don't know what the future holds. So the motivation behind the loop is, can you build an organization and a culture that gets all the benefits of entrepreneurial thinking and approach, speed, ambition, creativity, problem solving, tenacity, all these amazing things, and mitigates the things that tend to make humans' lives not fun, <laughs> the fear of fundraising, the failure, the someone getting reamed in a conference room. And by the way, I don't know that it's possible, to be clear. Bill Gates talks about himself as being a terror when he was building the biggest company in the world, right? Uber, we've heard stories. Like There are other stories like Red Ventures where I think they're truly, they have accomplished versions of this. But that's what I'm most motivated by personally is an organization that teaches people brings them up, but also is ambitious and exciting. And they're doing that for the purpose of learning and growth of the people. And that people sometimes refer to them as deliberately developmental organizations, that the businesses are there actually to serve the people's growth and learning, not the other way around. And that's like, I'd call it very aspirational, but that's my aspiration for what I do with my career forward from here. If you want that, you have to have an operating system that supports that. And so it starts with this idea of what's our desired future state? What do we want in the future? And that's not uncommon. And we give this example of JFK saying, we want to put a man on the moon. It's like this motivating, exciting thing that people want, but it's not a thing you have to do or you should do. And you often hear the words entrepreneurs and business, oh, we should really get this launched or we should really become the highest market share. No, no, no. It's not, it's not a thing you have to do or you should do or you must do. And then the next point is there's this idea of current reality. And this is a really hard one. This is actually one of my biggest personal development challenges. I'm the guy who can do desired future state all day. And then you talk, I just did it. I just got you excited about my vision of an organization. And then current reality, you're like, Jesse, you're not, you know, you didn't do reviews for people. You're, people five people are waiting on their, their reviews. What the hell, right? And part of current reality, the challenge of it is, first of all, seeing it clearly and, and not with rose-colored glasses or not seeing what you want to see, but what's actually there, which I struggle with. And then the other part, and this is a really interesting one, is accepting the current reality. And then we have this thing that we call waypoints. And it's a sailing analogy. And it's the idea, this is where it's like a little different than OKRs is when you're sailing, apparently, I'm not a sailor. You don't just say, I'm going to go from here to India. You go like to get to India first, I need to like figure out how to get to Hawaii. And so I'm going to actually, my waypoint is next. I'm going to put my degrees in this thing. I'm going to get to Hawaii. Then from Hawaii, I'm going to look at where the best place to go is. I'm not necessarily going to go to Japan. I might go down to Tahiti or whatever. Then I'm like, you're, you're, you're sailing around the world. And that's, we think that's more similar to the process of building a business than OKRs. OKRs are kind of like getting into business school. There's a checklist, do your GMAT, write your score, whatever. You go through this whole process of essays, get your recommendations, and then you get into business school or not. This is much more of a, I don't know exactly what's going to happen. So then the, the way you set goals is much more about either hypotheses you have, doubts you have, which is an interesting one. Like, I'm not sure that people will buy this product. Let me launch an ad campaign to see if people will buy it. Or I'm not sure that the content's going to get that in. Let me launch five of these things to get content. And it, it tries to really engender that beginner's mind, right? Sometimes we call it learning leverage as goals. So learning leverage means what can teach me the most in this moment about what I'm trying to figure out. There's some prioritization against them, but generally you're, you're operating less from a, I must hit this metric or 0.7 of this metric and more of where do I need to get to, to, to the next step? And what's the progress that I'm going to get as it, as it relates to that? Then what do you do? So you set that all up. Then you do what we call entrepreneurial rigor. And this was like a learning we had after a long time, which people would say, I'm either really rigorous and analytical and I analyze everything and I come to, or I'm like, I just hustle, I just get it done. 
And we go, yeah, neither of those quite satisfied us. And we said, okay, there's a two by two here. <laughs> and there's like hustle on one vector, yes, no. And then there's rigor, like, you know, are you being analytical? Yes, no. And it's, we actually use it as a coaching technique internally, which is like, hey, you're really good at analyzing, but when it comes to getting stuff done, <laughs> you need some work, or you're really good at hustling, but we need you to be a little bit more analytical. And we think that the best entrepreneurs do both of those together, right? So they're looking at numbers, they're reacting, they're constantly going through their own version of this. And that's the way you execute and you try to accomplish those waypoints. And then the last part of the loop is accounting and response. And so counting, there are a couple of interesting things we learned. Accounting is separate from response. Because think about what typically happens in an organization is I ran my waypoints. I didn't prove the thing out I thought I would prove out or the numbers didn't come the way they would, they would wanted them to. Immediately, if you're an executive or your person, the narrative starts to shape around that. Why did that happen? What's next? What? And we said, you know what? Let's pull all the emotion out of accounting. Accounting is just what happened. Tell me the facts. Tell me exactly. And, and the facts could be, we missed this number by this. We beat this by this. Accounting, we realized, and we started doing it in meetings, it's like a five to 10 minute process because there's just no story. There's no narrative. There's no nothing attached to it. You just go, this, we thought this, this will happen. This, not this. And then the response is a, is a much more interesting conversation. Okay, what can we learn from this? Oh, you know what? We're like pretty bad at setting goals as it relates to how many creative we can build in this much time. We're pretty bad at setting goals around X or Y. Maybe we didn't actually miss the mark. We're just not good at actually setting the goals, right? Or you know what? I don't think we have the right people who can do this. So the response is a separate activity where you start to think about it. And the response can range, can tie you back into any of the three buckets. So you can say, you know what? I think our desired future state was off. I don't think people want to buy direct to consumer rubber gloves. I just don't think it's a thing because my waypoints taught me that nobody clicked on the ads I ran. So it could be, you know, I was testing the wrong things in my waypoints. Or it could be my execution wasn't where I'd like to be. But then based on the response, you kind of start that cycle over. And again, I'm not sure that any of this is super original. The idea behind it is, is language matters. The approach matters. The words matter. And it's about learning and growth of the people and of the process and not about must hit this goal at all costs. And we're trying to make it fun and enjoyable and a play orientation for building businesses and entrepreneurship and not a, not like life at all costs has to be put in this direction.